I'm sure you've all noticed that one of the favorite moments for Deacon Tim and I in our week is the moment at Sunday Mass when we sprinkle you with holy water. And it brings me back to my childhood when we would love to have these, uh, these games with squirt guns and water bottles, water balloons. And of course, as you know, the goal in those games is to get the other person as wet as possible. Now, I have to confess, something of that just rises up in me during that time at Mass, where the goal is what? To get you as wet as possible. Oh, Jesus, have mercy. Okay. <laughs> I just had to make that confession. <clears throat> so I want to take a moment to welcome any visitors that have joined us here this morning. God bless you. We always love having you here with us, and we hope that you will come back and join us another time. Can you imagine that first Christian community, these Christians in that first century, when they are hearing this letter of John, this revelation, and they hear this desire of God to create a new heaven and a new earth, and they all knew that they were part of this, that they were part of God making all things new. We, here this morning, must feel the same thing. As we hear this desire of God, who wants to create a world that is renewed, a new heaven, and a new earth. But we must not understand this as simply the physical world around us, because each of us knows that this newness must pass through the human heart. God wants to make a new heaven and a new earth, but he starts with your heart, with my heart, this is where it always begins. And from where it comes, I want to take us back to that first reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Because we need to understand what is entailed in being part of this great initiative of grace that God is inviting us to live. Paul and Barnabas are going around Asia Minor to these new churches that are being established of the newly baptized, and they are encouraging them to persevere we know how important perseverance is. 
A person can live the gospel okay for a day, maybe do pretty good for a week, but to live the gospel of Jesus Christ week after week, year after year, we all need encouragement because it's hard. And one of the blessings of gathering at Mass as God's people around this altar of God, how many times we have left Mass feeling encouraged, encouraged to live our faith another week. This is one of the gifts of gathering for Mass. The Word of God encourages. And then he says to them, Paul and Barnabas, to these first Christians, persevere. And then they say, it is necessary for us to undergo many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. It is necessary that you and I go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. This reminds me of a moment in my Christian life. We all sometimes feel a nostalgia. We want to go back to a time that we felt was easier. We keep waiting for things to get easy. <laughs> and I just realized that's probably not going to happen. As I looked at the pattern of my life, I'd go through a hard time, and maybe there'd be a little break, and then something else would happen, and life would get hard again. And so God had to bring me to a place of acceptance that life is hard, period. And that I just have to accept that reality. Jesus said at the Last Supper, in this life, you will have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. And then he makes a condition for following him that each day we are to bear a cross. So life is hard, but there's two kinds. There's the hard that follows from sin. Boy, does sin make our life hard. And also, we're miserable. We're never happy when we are in sin. When sin has a hold of our minds and our hearts, we are not happy. And life is hard. And then there's the heart that follows from the gospel. That hard work of living a life of daily conversion, the work of repentance, those labor pains of growing in maturity in our faith, that's hard. And if I had a choice between which hard, I want the latter. I'll take the latter any day. It is necessary for us to undergo many hardships. 
Let's try to understand what this means a little better. This takes us to the commandment that Jesus reminds us in the gospel. I give you a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. And then he goes on to say, and this, by the way, is how other people will know that you are my disciple by the way that you love one another. Now imagine the disciples hearing this, and now their memory is taking them back to the various teachings of Jesus about how to love. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Pray for those who persecute you. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. And then Paul fills this out later with his letter to the Corinthians. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not quick-tempered. It is not jealous. It is not puffed up with pride. It does not brood over injuries and many other things. The disciples are hearing this, and they know that this is what they see sometimes in their hearts. Let's be honest. There are days where we see pride in us. There are days where jealousy has a hold of our hearts. There are days where we get stuck brooding over injuries and ways that people have hurt us. There are days where we want to forgive, but we find it so very hard. How do we get from the place of sin and these tendencies to sin within our heart to living out the commandment that Jesus is calling us to live. That path is what St. Paul and St. Barnabas call hardship. And we have to bear the hardship of moving from one place to the other. And here's where I love the image of St. Catherine of Siena. She uses this image of a bridge, a bridge which we cross over from a state of sinfulness to grace, from a fallen world to the kingdom of heaven. And that bridge is Jesus Christ crucified. It's not about you and I muscling our way into a gospel virtue, which I've tried to do a number of times, and it doesn't work. It doesn't last very long. But it happens when I notice sin in my heart, and I turn to Jesus Christ crucified, and I say, Jesus, Please take this pride that is moving in my heart. 
that is making me critical of others, that has me stuck in being judgmental and condemning of other people. I don't like this, Jesus. I'm unhappy when I'm doing this. Jesus, take this pride. Help me with you to die to that pride and to rise into the gospel virtue of humility and of forgiveness, of mercy. And this can be applied to any moment of sin and the opposite gospel virtue. But Jesus is the bridge. It's not about trying harder. It's about using the bridge God gave us, Jesus Christ crucified. He's the one that can take our sin and help us die with him to that old self and rise to live this new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. And little by little, a new earth, this little earth that I call my heart, becomes new. But not without the hardship of the daily need to allow Jesus to convert my heart from the sinful tendencies to the gospel virtues. Life is hard. That's the hard that I want, the kind that leads heavenward to God and renews the face of the earth, one heart at a time. Amen.